When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. What's happening? Oop, hello. No. How are we doing? <laughs> Sorry. You guys wake up for Christ's sake. Let's go. Just a I, was about to just, I was about to just start <laughs> coughing. Well, I've been awkward. Sorry. Hey, the same thing happens to me this time of the year when it gets cold and it gets warm and it gets cold. I get kind of cloggy. In my, I don't know if it's clogged up throat, but it's, I have to clear my throat all the time. What the hell is that? Explain it to me. I don't know. It's it's it feels like every time it shifts from fall to whether you have allergies or not, it just yeah. feels congested 24-7. I think now, too, just because it's going to warm up today, it's almost mm. like your body's thinking, oh, it's like, Springish is yeah. coming back, and then we're going to drop back right back down. So, like, my allergies have been worse than normal. Well, I was telling the guys, I ducked in. We're on the second floor of a huge, uh, second floor of a huge office building in St. Louis Park, and I walk into men's room. There's three bugs in there. It's like, what? How the hell would a bug get in a second floor bathroom in the middle of a building? I mean, they had to go way out of their way. Or do you think they came in through the air vent? I probably like the air vent. Yeah. Probably that or yeah, front door. They took the elevator, got <laughs> off. <laughs> got off at the right floor. Yeah. Press the button. <clears throat> Could be. Who the hell knows? But yeah, what uh, AJ's talking about. Windy and warm, increasing clouds at the high of 65 today. Clearing and cooler tonight, a low of 38. Then Wednesday, mostly sunny with a high of 60. Thursday, windy and warm, high of 62. And then Friday, she kind of hits the fan at 44 for the high, 47 Saturday, 47 Sunday. But the next three days, today, tomorrow, tomorrow, and uh, Thursday, in the 60s. So, and, and again, people are, oh, is that a bad? No, it's not a bad thing. Let me ask you a question about that. Because of global warming, and what I'm not convinced that it's anywhere near as severe as they claim it is, just like everything else they talk about. Right. But people pan, it has been 77 degrees uh well, it was two days ago. I guess it was November 12th. It was 77 degrees on that day once. So it was nowhere near 77 degrees. Why do people always want to lead toward the, oh, my God, the Earth's going to explode? Uh, yeah, you always get the the ice caps are melting oh, yeah. at this rate, and the <clears throat> California is going to fall off the side of the country well, and whatever else. And so, yeah, there's always some climate-related geographical related terrorism going on that we all have to be scared of. Right. And now I found out that it is true and I didn't believe it at first but I, but other people came up. But uh, electric cars pollute every bit as much as a gasoline car. 
Yeah, because I believe it's the way that you have to mine for the <laughs> yes, lithium right. and the right. process of building the car, like yep. for the every gas you're using to like get the lithium is like yeah, it's like it yes. offsets. Yep. <laughs> so why do we always go through this? It's like why do you have to lie to us that one is better than the other? Look, I have an electric car. My wife has a hybrid. You know, we try to do our best and all the rest of it. Turns out it's all bullshit. Right. I think the problem is it's like not it's not something that just like ordinary people like us are impacting like it's yeah it's factories that are like puffing smoke up into the air like nothing that i do me using a straw and throwing it away is not going to wreck the earth it's the it's bp oil spilling a million gallons of oil in the ocean that's what's ruining stuff i agree Mm -hmm. i agree completely oh we're we're just level-headed here let's be honest oh yeah you know what I mean? Very level-headed. Laid back, cool, calm, collected. Exactly. So Party Cloudy 52 now, but 65 later on today. Uh, a lot of great stories in the news. I, I, I don't want to jump into them because we've got about five minutes uh, before we go to break and then come back with Judd Zolgad. But a uh, woman co- has to call into work after Seal blocks her car. <laughs> now, that's not the... Artist, is it Seal? Wasn't there a singer named oh, Seal? Oh, that would be so much Would it be phenomenal? Oh, my God. That, that'd be the best surprise ever. That would be but, great. Uh, can't move. Boss, i got to take the day. Seal is serenading me in my driveway. You're never going to believe this story. <laughs> that'd be great if Seal actually showed up and blocked her car. <laughs> that'd be great. Um, no, you know what? i got to read this one because this one intrigues me. All right. The headline, city residents feel unsafe because of grocery store clerk's shirt. Yes. What? Feel okay. unsafe. Unsafe because you're... unsafe. Listen, that blue shirt you got on today is upsetting me. Yeah. Gold Bar resident says clerk's shirt is crossing a line as some feel unsafe in the grocery store. Uh, Gold Bar is in Washington, by the way. Oh, it's Snohomish County. Okay. In Snohomish County, some residents uh, told... K-I-R-O, Channel 7. Nobody watches us anymore. <laughs> is, that, is that their official tag? Hero 7 show. woke up this morning and did right. not expect that <laughs> no. shot. They're like, oh, they're doing our story. They're doing our story. <laughs> well, it's true. Although I do watch Channel 5 news with Lana's Eggert's on and some of my favorite people. Got a couple of assholes over there I'm not wild about, but, you know. Right, and I'll watch any news station if somebody that I know personally is on. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. That's true. I used to watch Pass all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In Snohomish County, uh, some residents told Kiro 7 they feel unsafe going to the local grocery store. Over the weekend, controversial photos of a cashier at Gold Bar Family Grocer appeared on social media. The photos show a man with a KKK shirt and a loaded holster checking out customers. Where do you get? Oh, I'm looking at the picture of the shirt. That's a little. That's a little. Why would you wear that to work? So he had a loaded gun on his hip. Is that what I heard? Well, it says, let's see, a loaded holster. Uh, it says loaded holster, so I that's got to be a gun. What else would it be? Because not thrilled about the KKK shirt, <laughs> but just wait till you they, hear what the... they buried the lead with loaded gun on store clerk. They did. That's You're right. really what. You wait till been. you hear the, the the words on the shirt because really? I didn't know the KKK got so festive. Oh, they get they're festive. Yes. Do okay. You want, I'll let you keep going. Did we we 
There were just a couple of periods. They had a KKK deal here, didn't they, a couple of times? But there was I don't think there was are, any are KKK. They, are they that. trying to, like, rebrand and be more family-friendly, yeah, maybe. Friendly, more inclusive? Well, you know, we like you if you're not all black. Right. <laughs> There's a certain percentage of black that you can still get into the KKK. They just announced, yeah, if you're, if you're 10% or less, you can come on. You're good anyway. Yeah. Okay, the shirt bears the words, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. I didn't know they have, like, seasonal merch. Jeez. I didn't either. <laughs> like, what, what is happening? <laughs> They're dropping their limited release Christmas hoodie. <laughs> Honest to God. <laughs> On Black Friday. At people. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The irony. Dropping the white supremacist hoodie on Black Friday. Uh, they hate. They hate how good of deals there are. <laughs> yeah. just, I just. What is wrong with? Are people getting crazier by the minute? Uh, yes. Yeah. They absolutely. really are. Why are people getting so nuts? The world's a scary place right now, and Goldbar should be a safe haven for those of us who live here," said Goldbar resident Lynn Kelly. That's crossing a line. That's not okay. Oh, Lynn Kelly, I've never liked the Irish. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Uh, she believes. That. Remember that? I'll never forget that line that I cannot say, but you can you can clean it up and say mm-hmm. it when the sheriff stands up and says, "We'll take the blacks and the Chinese, but we don't want the Irish." Yep. But they didn't say blacks and Chinese. Right. That's the problem with it. Uh, so here's the deal. Uh, meanwhile, fellow resident Jessica believes the man should be allowed to wear whatever shirt he wants. Uh, freedom of speech, said Jessica. Didn't everyone fight for our freedoms for free speech so we could do what we want here? If the company's not against it, the company's not against it. We spoke with an expert on hate speech. Caitlin Carlson is a professor of communications at Seattle University. He has published a book called Hate Speech. Uh, the KKK is a hate group, said Carlson, and so this messaging is very much hate speech, but it's allowed under the First Amendment. Yeah, and, you know, that's, that's a, a nice argument that it is allowed. You can wear it if you want. But I, why would you want to wear a KKK shirt to work? Awfully convenient for Jessica to not have her last name in the story. Yeah, <laughs> well. convenient. That's a good point. <laughs> that is true. But, I, yeah, I just don't understand why, why you would. And didn't they make him put out, like, a an apron on or something so you could only see probably. the very top of it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's, you can like, okay, sure, freedom of speech, but like you're saying, why would you want to? And then also, regardless of what group your shirt is expressing hate for, right? don't act surprised when somebody might try and take that shirt from you and beat True. you up. True. Like, I just want to know how that gets to, like, the floor, like, the retail floor. Because you show up for work, you have to go clock in, you got to get your apron. How does a supervisor, a manager not like see them and be like, yeah, that's not dress code for work? Right. Yeah. One, not dress code. And two, because, well, I can wear what I want. I'm going to sue you. You go ahead and you have fun trying to sue us for making Over you go that. home for your KKK shirt. <clears throat> that's very true. I've told this uh, story before. I'm, you know, don't identify anybody, but we did have a guy who lived about three blocks away from us in North Minneapolis. And he, uh, he had a Nazi flag hanging out of his window, the front, the front of his house. So he had the, the uh, Nazi symbol flag hanging out. Mm-hmm. And so I asked him about it one time. I said, why do you put that up there? He said, oh, it's because I believe that they might have been right. I said, really? Because the rest of the world didn't. He goes, well, what do you know? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, what are you? I said, what do you mean, what am I? He goes, what, like, 
do you go to church? I said, yeah. As a matter of fact, I go to a Catholic school. And he goes, Catholic? We hate you, too. <laughs> <laughs> so that's real nice. Tell as, the little boy you hate them because he's Catholic. As he's, as he's raising a Catholic <laughs> flag to put up next to the Nazi flag. Exactly. Yeah, great. <clears throat> yeah, people get a little nuts with that stuff, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's just dial her back, shall we? What do you say? You know. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the Eagles are at XL Energy Center on their farewell tour on Saturday, November 18th. And you can see them with Catherine and me in my suite. To enter, just go to the Tom Bernard app or the website at TomBernardShow.com. Listen for your name to be announced each day at 810, 910, and 1010. Email us back by midnight at contest at TomBernardShow.com and you will win today. Qualifier uh, to, for the See the Eagles with me in my suite is David Elliott of Coon Rapids. David Elliott, email us by midnight tonight at contest at TomBernardShow.com. David Elliott of Coon Rapids, again, contest at TomBernardShow.com. Call us, and you'll be there with us uh, this Saturday night, as a matter of fact. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the lovely and talented Judd Zolgad from Score North. Well, thank you very much. <clears throat> what a nice introduction. We're having a hell of a day How are we doing today? We're doing fine today. Mm-hmm. We just thought, Tevin and I were talking about yesterday's show before this show started because there were periods where People talked for like 25 minutes and wouldn't let anybody else talk. I'm like, you can't really do that when there's so many people. You know, let's not do that. What happened? Oh, no. Apparently, apparently <clears throat> me and Brittany had our own segment yesterday. Apparently. I, I'm unaware of when this segment was, but well, we're going to have to check the tape. It's when I, AJ and I went and had lunch. <laughs> hey, thanks for picking up the bill yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> not, a, not a problem at all. Always love, uh, always love a nice meal at the Park Tavern. Oh, I love the Park Tavern. Absolutely. Oh, did you have your Park Tavern hat on? Nope. Pur- no, you got. No, I took a gas. Purple, yeah, daily, purple daily hat on, but I've got my Park Tavern hat right here. Oh, there it is. He's always <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> He's got it with him. Now we're just talking about this guy in the uh, Washington that's wearing a KKK hate shirt, uh, working at the local grocery store. Yeah, his Christmas hoodie. <laughs> his Christmas hoodie, exactly. I, I just the extremes of it all i just don't understand why people get so extreme in their beliefs and it's going on today look all this hatred in the world right now is caused by political bullshit beliefs i'm sorry but it is because it's all about making money they want to make money after making you feel so uneasy and uncomfortable but i don't know people are nuts right now why are people so nuts right now what happened you're asking me to answer that question? Well, I, I got enough trouble explaining sports problems that, that <laughs> I have I have no idea. We we uh, went in the wrong direction at some point in time, but I, I'll i be damned if I know exactly when it occurred. I just know that it occurred at some point, so I don't know. But I did love your text Saturday afternoon. I'm watching the Gophers on the couch, and my phone buzzes. Tom Bernard outraged about a performance that deserved outrage that deserved oh it was hideous it was absolutely horrible why is he still the coach of that team go away and take the what, what's the name of that outfit that mark oh, coil what's his name coil 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 is that his coil coil the athletic director both yeah. of you go away how embarrassing was that this is terrible how how do you give up that many yards to a two and seven producer <laughs> exactly they're two and I, seven I know you would have thought they were nine and zero. Yeah, you would. <laughs> you would think, have thought yeah. they they steamrolled them. I I don't understand. I'm sitting there watching it, and I get your text. I'm like, yeah, yes, this is so true. It's maddening. It was absolutely. I, I mean, this season 
it's almost too bad that they didn't lose the Iowa game in retrospect where you had the uh, the uh, fair catch called because yeah, yeah. they did with the way the season's gone, they deserve to lose that game. That would have been a fitting loss for yeah. this team. No, you're absolutely right. I look, I tried to be a gopher fan all these well, the last time they won the title, I was nine years old. They won the national championship. The gopher football team did, but I was nine years old. So that's a couple years ago. And I've been a fan ever since, but I've in my the rest of my life since I was nine, that was also the first year of the Minnesota Twins and the Minnesota Vikings, nineteen sixty one, right? Yeah, it was right around that. Yeah, it was a sixty or sixty one. I can't remember, but all that stuff happened at the same time, so it was very exciting mm-hmm. for an eight nine year old boy. He's like, my God, look at all this stuff that's coming. Well, uh, but yeah, I wish some of it would have worked out because the Vikings and the Gophers haven't won a damn thing ever since. Twins won a couple of World Series, which was great. But what the hell? We got to get something going here with football in this state. Yeah. Well, their their main focus is this week going one and zero in the Ohio State season. So we're you know we're putting all our eggs in that basket with PJ Fleck and yeah. just trying to go one and zero to be elite and row the boat. Sky Uma. Oh God, I hate um, that so much. I think forgive my forgetting any other catchy slogans that he has. I heard something, Judd. So there was an article that came out and it was talking about all of the coaches here in Minnesota and how the Vikings have a great players coach that the players love. Chris Finch yeah. is doing a good job with the Timberwolves. Baldelli mm-hmm. did a good job of getting the Twins to rally late last year. And how sports is great. And then it goes to PJ Fleck and it says that he makes his players stand up when he enters the room yes, he for does. meetings. Is that he, a thing? And they flick the light, too, apparently. How much of a psychopath do you have to be to make your players? I'm not standing up when a, the football coach walks into the room. I'm sorry. Like, who are you? Do they start what doing, like, done? the Chicago Bulls, like, theme song? It's like, right. Formerly of Western <laughs> Michigan University, his record overall is like, are you, what are you, Jesus? I'm not, the, you're not a judge. I'm not standing up when you enter the room. What happens if you forget something and walk back in? Do I have to now re-stand up and sit down? Like this, it's ridiculous. Like he, the most self-centered and narcissistic thing I think I've ever heard of. Of all time. From like anybody. Like you have to stand when I enter the room. Get out of here. Richard Pryor said it best when he said, yeah, boy, I know Jesus. Like, this uh, guy, why would you ever, ever think of it? First of all, if I was a player, I wouldn't do it. There's no, no way. You I'll, cut me. I'm standing up and I'm leaving and I'm going somewhere yes. else. Like There's a transfer portal that's wide open. You have not won a damn thing in your entire career other than the Outback Bowl. I'm not standing up when you anyway. I agree. He's a dreadful coach. He's terrible. What's he ever? He's never won anything. Uh, 2019, he won the Outback Bowl. Yeah, he what's beats- that? Auburn, right? Yep, yeah, the number 12th ranked Auburn. Yep. And I think we finished... That was their best year. We finished the final polls in 10th, I believe, that year, right? But I have a question. You beat one team that was good, and they weren't even in the top 10. How important is that? Well, oh, I it's... mean, when your mountaintop doesn't reach very high, you just settle for <laughs> whatever <laughs> victories yeah. you can get. I suppose. I, I don't know. Look, I, I would it... love to see him win. I think I said this last week, but here's here's my my thing. Until that program is willing to do whatever it takes to win, it doesn't matter. No. Like it just doesn't right. matter. They're they're not relevant. And and keep in mind, you guys, next year the Big Ten is going back to being one conference. So it's what. So instead of football divisions, it's going to be one one big division, and they're adding like four teams. So unless you decide, you know what, we need to do more to try to win, no matter what that might entail. Right. Um, you know, it, it doesn't matter. 
Uh, it's not worth paying attention to unless you love Gopher football. But I used they're going to gonna be in the bottom of that Big Ten for, you know, in perpetuity, basically. So what is that then, 16, 18 teams? Uh, yeah, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. Yeah, it's a lot. It is a what lot. they want to do is what their their goal is. They don't want to, and I don't blame them here. So the Big Ten West has been horse crap. It's just awful. Mm-hmm. And the Big Ten West champion goes to the Big Ten championship game. And I think TV got pissed off because they kept, you know, it, it's blowouts constantly. Right, right. Michigan blows out a team. Ohio State blows out a team. So what they're going to do now is just take the top two teams. Oh, really? That's a good idea. Yep. That's what they should do. I just, I don't know. Like I said, I've been trying to be a Gopher football fan since. Uh, and by the way, I was not a Gopher football fan when I was nine years old. I didn't even know anything about it. A couple of years later, when I turned like 11, 12, then I paid attention. went, oh, my God, they just won the national championship a couple of years ago. I better start watching them in case they do it again. Well, now, just a brief 63 years later. Yep. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, 63 years later. I, oh God! You were you were like this is great this this program's really good my entire life this is going to be like this sixty three years yep. still yeah. waiting still waiting it out still just waiting for those Vikings also same period of time sixty two years I guess that'd be yeah why don't we uh, why don't we win what do you say you got Josh Dobbs excitement Josh yeah. Dobbs yeah. mania he continues. looks good he looks good got to be honest with you I, I enjoy watching him I really do. I want to throw a question out to both of you guys because we had listener Rolf right in. He uh, was watching, paying attention to the MLB awards here recently the other day, and he was the, the Rookie of the Year awards got him thinking. If either of you could name the last time the Minnesota Twins hailed the Rookie of the Year award, if they oh. produced a Rookie of the Year, can you can you think of the last time they did? I assume it was Kirby Puckett. No, no, no. Um, no? He, Cor- had- Cordo- Cordova was. Oh. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. uh, I think Knobloch was in '91. Yep. Chuck Knobloch. It was it was um, Marty Cardova in '95 <laughs> was the most recent. Was okay. it really? Kirby Puckett not even on the list. They've had really? five five in their history. He wasn't rookie of the year. No. So uh, Judd was spot was on with Cordova and Knobloch in '79. They had John Castino. Johnny, my buddy Johnny. 60- he tied for it. Yeah, he did. '67 was Rod Carew, and '64 yep. was. Tony O. Tony Oliva. Oh, God, I love Tony Oliva. What a great guy. Still going strong. God bless him. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. He absolutely is. But one of my favorite stories that Bob Sansevier tells is they were in Cuba to play just an exhibition game in Cuba. And Bob said, Tom, you next time to go to Cuba, you have to go because you should see how excited Tony Oliva gets when they start the dog fights. Oh no, really? <laughs> oh no. I thought that was great. I guess he's like, yes. <laughs> like, okay. I guess dog fights are a big thing in Cuba. I don't know. I didn't know Bob went. <laughs> yeah, That's Bob did go. Yes, he did. There's no That's doubt a about great story. it. And, and you're friends with Castino, right, Tom? I've known Johnny forever. Yeah, his wife and my wife, his first wife. And my wife were very good friends. Got a great kid. Yeah, Johnny and I became really, really good friends. I haven't seen Johnny in a long time now because he lives in uh, just outside Orlando now, I think. Mm-hmm. But Johnny, just a, Johnny and I used to play a lot, of, a lot of golf together, which was a great experience for me because he was only about 15, 20 times better than me. But, you know. God, that's so depressing. 
playing with somebody it's that's pro that athlete, much better. It's pro true. athletes, man, if you choose yeah. to play sports like golf or something, you're going to get exactly like it's they're unbelievable. Yes, they are at everything. That's the problem. That's, <laughs> that's the problem. Therein lies the problem. They're good at everything, damn it. No, I, I was very, very lucky in that I got, you know, Gary Gaetti and I got to be very close friends. And obviously, Ken Herbeck and I are good friends. It's just, I felt very, very lucky about that because I, was, I have been a Twins fan since I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and I've always loved the Twins. So to become good friends with so many of the players on the team. Now, I could go down the other list of people uh, that were on the Twins who hate my guts. So there's a nice balance. So I'm sure you cause a lot of division in the locker room at points. Like, Yo, you hear he called me a sugar tit? And they go, hey, that's my friend. <laughs> Calm down. Who, who hated you the most, do you think? Uh, Al Newman. I'm, Al Newman? Al Newman. Tom Brunansky hates, still to this day, hates my guts. And all just because I called him an overrated piece of shit. I mean, why would you hate uh, me for that? I was going to say. What did you say about there? Al? <laughs> that's what I want to know. I don't know. I just... Al was very mediocre. He's probably listening right now. Hi, Al. How you doing? Good to see you. He's a utility player. He was a utility <laughs> player. You right. know, I mean, I, he just, I, don't know. I mean, yeah, he was what he was. But. Let, me, let me put it this way. The last time I saw Al in person, I walked out on the field. Because I used to go out on the, on, the, on the field and watch the Twins. I'd walk out there and talk to the guys and all that stuff. And all of a sudden, Al comes over and pins me against the fence. And I'm like a foot taller than he is. Yeah. And he was like barking at me. I'm like, what are you doing? What the hell's wrong with you? Calm down. But I'm sure he's over it by now. Otherwise, he'll be here by about, you know, 9.15. <laughs> so you need an escort to leave the building today? No, I got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much hate here, but I do have a gun. <laughs> There's too much hate here. Why is there so much hate in the world? Boy, this... But no, nowhere near as bad as, as the uh, Timberwolves. Oh, my God, the Timberwolves. Those guys hate everybody. They, they hate losing well, right now. That's the old what they Timberwolves, hate. or because right now I feel like they don't hate everybody. They're, no, no, it's a getting, different team. They're different getting love because Anthony Edwards. We're about yeah. to go, got second game of the in season tournament today. We're taking down the Warriors. We're going to win the in season tournament. We're calling it right now. No, I like team, it. Hottest team in basketball. What do you think, Judd? You getting a tattoo if they do? <laughs> he should get a tattoo. Only if it's a lower. That would be age. That's a great <laughs> idea. I like that. Hold Tevin to it. Yes. Force his hand. In season tournament championship. In season tournament champion, and there's no name for it, so you would have to get tattooed in season tournament champion on your body somewhere. Better yet, be the person that gets it before the game is played. Oh, yeah. like really double down, yep. and then they lose, and you have that on your body. Uh, oh God, perfect. You have to cross it out. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Runner ups. Yep. Yeah, it all works out in the end. Not a problem. But no, I, in general, I got along really, really well. Dan Gladden's not a big fan of mine either. I, it, but it, it never came to anything. He just does not like me. You know what, though? That's Gladdy. He, it is, yeah. He's, that's he's, true. he's Mr. Bluster. He is. He, that's true. He's full of bluster. He probably, <laughs> he probably respected you because you, you didn't back down. Yeah. But he always acts tough. But he's, a, he's actually good, a good guy. That's what everybody tells me, yeah. I'm surprised on Al. But, but you know what? I don't think people get this too. Um, there was certainly a time period, and you you can attest to this, when you guys were doing the KQ show, mm-hmm. that that especially with you and Mark, 
that anything that you said sports wise was a big deal because it was the show in town for like sports. Yeah, like it was everybody back then, listened yeah. to. So like if you ripped a player or something, I'm sure they took it personally. I now I don't think the players have any idea what is said no. locally. No. They got no if idea. You, if you went on and went on an ESPN show and criticized them, they would know instantaneously. Yes. Yeah. Um but you know, in 1989, 90 or so, it was a different ball game, and mm-hmm. that's before K fan. So if you guys ripped a player, I'm sure it got back to them. Oh, there's no question about that. Oh yeah, there's there's no doubt about that. I think K fan was around, but it was an AM station. It didn't have mm-hmm. any ratings or anything. It was WDGY in 1990, baby. Oh, was it still WDGY then? It was Ouija back in 1990. You remember yeah. that spinning the hits? Why don't you mention a few more places I've been fired from? Thank you. I really appreciate it. <laughs> I didn't know you were a six to ten. guy. Six to ten. Johnny Canton. Dale Weber was the general manager. The greatest part of that job, and I'll tell you this very quickly, uh, I lived in North Minneapolis. And WDGY okay. used to be at 106th and 35W. It was way down by the river. Um, so I would drive to work. So I drive in one day. To pick up my paycheck or some damn thing. Mm-hmm. And I sit down and I talk to Dale and I talk to Johnny Canton. Both gone now, unfortunately. Both passed on since then. Sorry mm-hmm. to say. But I talked to him for about 10 minutes. I drove back to North Minneapolis. Took about 20, 25 minutes, something like that. As I'm walking in the front door, the, door, the phone's ringing. It was back to the old corded phones, that whole deal. Oh, yeah. I pick up the phone and Johnny said, Tom, we got to let you go. I said, I just saw you 25 minutes ago, face to face. Why didn't you tell me then? He goes, yeah, I ain't doing that. (laughs) So he called and fired me after I left, which I thought was kind of cool, actually. Johnny. I I ain't doing that. I love the honesty. (laughs) No, that's just how it is. It's just the way it is. Oh, yeah. I kind of have a reputation for that. Yeah, why don't you blow it out your ass? I'll wait here. <clears throat> Young Tommy B would not have taken that well, huh? Oh, Jesus. I must have been the... Oh, I almost said something that was going to come back to haunt me. And I'll say it. I must have been a massive pain in the ass. What do you think? Well, there no. seems to be no objections. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to defend what? you. I can't. What I can't mean? see that. What do you mean must have been? No. What do you mean? What about now? Uh, yeah. It's all true. <laughs> Oh, by a radio God. guy being a pain in the ass? That never Whoever. happens. Never thought what of are that. you talking about? <laughs> a media personality? No, you're right. Oh, my God. It's 830. you got to go. All right. You're a busy so it's bee. It's been fun. It's been fun, you guys. I will uh, talk to you tomorrow. We will look forward to talking to you tomorrow, too, Palomino. All right. Thanks, Judd. Bye. Judd, Score North, Purple Daily, all kinds of good stuff. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Tom here, and I just uh, read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Congratulations, Elizabeth. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, and, you know, brain fog, that whole deal. I tried countless calories, eating bars and shakes and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds. After months of struggling, I wanted to gain it right back. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. Let me assure you that the short 60 days is indeed totally worth it. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself, I'll tell you that. Well, great job, Elizabeth. 
I am so happy to hear about your success. Are you ready to lose weight and feel better? Go to mnfatloss.com. Schedule a free phone consultation. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. You don't have to take time off work or get a babysitter for the kids. It's as easy as getting on a quick call with the expert staff. You can share your goals, learn about the program, and see if it is a good fit to help you lose weight and feel better. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away. That makes total sense. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to MN Fat Loss. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That is www.mnfatloss.com, and I cannot wait to hear about your success story. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them, or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The new Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. Oh, look at the timing. I mean, you're a pro's pro. I don't know why that other guy would have ever let you go. That other guy? And then called me after I'd driven for a half hour. (laughs) Tom, you're gone. Okay. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Matter of fact, we're having dinner with Josh tonight. Looking forward to it. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. you got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You will be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security and investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk, of course. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. I'm Tom Bernard, and I am a paid endorser. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. 
Uh, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, thanks for dressing up to come to the show there. Uh, you and uh, Tevin got the T-shirts going today. That's good. <laughs> you can never win, Chris. Nobody, you know, AJ and I look professional. He's got his uh, wild jersey on. Yeah. All right. It's a sweater. It's a sweater. Oh, I thought it was a T-shirt. It looked like a T-shirt around Tomorrow the neck. Tomorrow I'll wear like a sport coat or something. Five-piece suit or nothing. Yeah. You know, I can't just... Exactly. Are there any huge, massive stories we should know about, or can I just go off the deep end on somebody? Feel free to go off the deep end, and then I can tell you what's happening in the news. I don't think you'll want me to go off the deep end, because I'd have to rip another news station in town for what they did to my brother. <laughs> I'm, I'm always here for a good story. <laughs> I, may not, I may not have anything I can say. Very quickly. And I, I just, like I said, it, it's one of those situations where I don't know what the hell I ever did to TV news people, but they love to take shots. Even when I came here, a guy on Channel 5 said, and some say he's racist. It's like, oh, God. was that you, Tevin? You I mean, I wrote, I, I wrote the copy for it, but I <laughs> didn't actually go on the camera and say it. But anyway, I don't, I don't know what the hell I ever did to these people. Maybe I have opinions and they don't like that. But um, very quickly, um, I have an older brother named Terry. I have not seen Terry in 20 years. Terry uh, served during the Vietnam conflict. Matter of fact, he was extended, so he's there for four and a half years. Not there, I mean in the Marine Corps for all that time. And they had him, I have not talked to him or seen him in 20 years because there was a big deal with his ex-wife that just, that she didn't like us. And, you know, it was one of those deals. Yep. And so Terry... Uh, wanted to reach out and apologize after all these years and say, man, I should have never done that. I shouldn't have turned my back on you guys just because my haggardly wife wanted me to. He didn't say haggardly. I just made that up. <clears throat> but in any case, and by the way, I am not upset for me. I'm upset for what they did to him because he's been thinking about it a lot, I guess, lately, that he should reach out to us and you know get back together. He's 81 years old now, so... Might be the time. He's in a wheelchair. He's got the hoses up his nose and the whole deal. Uh, and so they came over and interviewed him on Veterans Day. Because like I said, he was in the United States Marine Corps, all those Vietnam. Uh, matter of fact, I think he was in Memphis, too. There was a big riot in Memphis after MLK was, was murdered. Uh, and he was there for that. I mean, it's not a lot of problems, no question about it. <clears throat> so um, they interviewed him. And uh, my brother, Tony sent me the interview because I didn't know they did it. You know, this is Channel 9, I guess is what it was. But um, so they did the interview, and I watched their three segments, and he talks about how emotional he gets when they play the Star Spangled Banner, and it was a very nice situation. But I found out later they cut a piece off. And again, I don't care that they did, but it, it bothers him because I did end up calling him last night because I heard he was upset about this. First time I've talked to him in 20 years. Right. Uh, so they went to him three different times and one was about, you know, he was how proud he was to be there and then how much he loved the uh, the uh, Star Spangled Banner. And he just it was a very, very nice thing. And like I said, he's not in the best health. Right. Well, there was one part of the interview they deleted because he was trying to to reach out with the olive branch. Right. After 20 years of no contact. I, at the very end, apparently, he said, I would like to say hello to my little brother, Tommy. And they cut it out of the interview because they found out it was me he was talking about. Isn't that unbelievable? 
Now, look, I don't care what you, I mean, you're in 10th place or some shit anyway, so I don't care, you know, what you do or what you say. But don't do that to my brother. The guy's trying to reach out at the end of his life, well, not the end of his life, but toward the end of his life and make contact with his family because he hadn't talked to anybody. My brother Terry and my sister Bobby have not talked to us in 20 years. Once again, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, we had a very tumultuous, very difficult childhood, extremely poor. My father was institutionalized for mental illness, uh, ended up dying very young. It was not a great childhood. It just wasn't. And I know how, you know what's funny about that? White people have a very hard time believing that any other white people ever had a hard childhood. They don't believe it. No, what do you mean you're white? You had it made. You went to Woolworths, didn't you? <laughs> like, no, I did not. <clears throat> but I am upset for Terry. Yeah. Because I if, I, if I hadn't called him, because my brother Tony said, why don't you call Terry because he was reaching out to you? I said, I didn't know he was reaching out to me. So I watched the thing. I said, he didn't reach out to me on there. He said, said yeah, he did, actually. At the very end, he said, I want to, I want to say hello to my, my little, he called me his little brother, <laughs> my little brother, Tommy. And I was just thinking, just because you don't like me, and I don't give a rat's ass if you like me or not. You're in the news business. You work at whatever you work with, you know. Um, why don't, this man is not feeling well. After 20 years, he reaches out to his family and you piss all over it just because you don't like me. Why would you do that? I, I'm wondering, well, it could go two ways, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it, there could have been the thought of, well, this is supposed to be about Veterans Day. If we open up that can of worms, then we're taking the focus <laughs> off veterans day even though that's what your brother wanted to talk about yeah it was at the very um, end too it was going to take like two seconds but then if, if they if it was thrown out there I, I mean i can hear a producer going well then now what do we have to follow up with that and um or it could have just been like somebody going oh tom bernard nope oh that's exactly you know, what and happened that's, and that's that. what i don't you know that's what i don't know well, what, I heard from the news. I still like one person that works there. I don't know a lot of them. It might be some yeah. nice people and the rest of it. But the ones I know, I can't yeah. stand. But there's one guy, or I shouldn't say guy. There's one person that, that said, yeah, they just did it because the, the news director does not like me at all. Because I took a shot at her husband once as a joke. And as, you know, m- most news directors, she has no sense of humor whatsoever. <laughs> you know, it's one of those deals. <laughs> look at you grimacing now. No, I, I, look, after 20 years at the end of his life, he wants to make contact with his family. Why did you do that? Yeah. I, that I mean, if, if that's what the case is, then that is a whole different, you know. And and this woman has never liked me, and she's always been a pain in the ass. Matter of fact, she didn't know who I was. I was at uh, Ron Rosenbaum's funeral, and she walked up to me and stuck her hand out, and I shook her hand, and she introduced herself, and I introduced myself. It was like I stabbed her, holding onto her hand, being Tom Bernard. She didn't like that at all. Why do you think it is that TV people are so touchy? Well, I will not. I will not speak for all TV people. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I do think there they there are some people in this industry who are very touchy. Oh my God! I, I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. But I just, like I said, it's just a situation where I don't, you've made it very clear, you know, a lot of people in in the industry, radio, TV, newspaper people don't like me. I don't give a shit if you like me or not. 
first of all, like I said, you're like a 10th place outfit anyway, so nobody knows what the hell you're doing. But it just would have been nice for you to think, would this be good for Terrence Bernard because he's not going to live much longer? Yeah, I, 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 and I, you wonder if, I mean, for sure, from, from his perspective, that was yeah. a big thing for him to say that. Now, my brother Tony, as I said, called me and talked to me about that. So I did call my brother for the first time in 20 years. Which is good. It was very, very touching to talk to him because he was very sorry that he had done the things that he did. And, you know, uh, but it would have been a nice little slide in if I would have seen that on television. Oh, my God, that, that he really laid it out there. So, But it, it did work out in the end, thanks to my brother Tony, because That's Tony good. kind of set the whole thing up. But I just don't understand why, why my brother Terry's got nothing to do with the KQ Morning Show or this show. Why do you got to do that? I mean, it just makes no sense to me why people do things like that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Ah, eh, whatever. I just thought I'd ruin your day. No, you didn't ruin it. I'm, gl- I'm glad at the end of the day you guys were able to connect because I think that's... I think family things like that can get really weird oh, and it's tough, man. There can be a lot of pride involved <clears throat> and a lot of really hard feelings. And I've seen plenty of family get into these kinds of things where, oh, yeah. Yeah. and then the person passes away and you're like, you live with that guilt the rest of your life that you didn't like, God, why didn't I make more of an effort to try to get this worked out? Like it didn't need to be like this. So I'm, you know, I'm glad from that aspect. Oh, I just remember what I think I said about her husband. I, th- I think I said he looked like Captain Kangaroo. I mean, that's not even an insult. Like with the blue suit? No, nah, the white hair and the, I don't know, whatever. He, that guy's never cared for me. There are a lot of people in your industry not big fans of mine. I know that. Just the way oh, it that's, is. You're, uh, you're a, a big deal, man. People, uh, people don't like, people are intimidated. What are you laughing about over there? I just, I had no idea who Captain Kangaroo was, so I did a quick Google search. <laughs> of course this guy doesn't like you. Why not? It's Captain Kangaroo. Captain Kangaroo is a legend. Oh, He's a legend in the business. Gosh. Does he wear a blue suit, Tevin? Because I, uh, no, when a, I thought of it, I it's a red, a red suit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this, in a very boxy, shabby white blonde hair. What, it's, is, what? I thought he struck a fine uh, figure. Of course. If like if you if you told Chris Eggert that he looked like Captain Kangaroo, would never <laughs> see Chris Eggert again. I would think it's funny because I have a sense of humor. But <laughs> it's like uh, yeah, it's it's not a not a great look. See, that's the whole thing, and, I, and I'm not going to get real political about this because my mother was a big time Democrat. She loved being a Democrat. Most of my friends, I would say, 85 percent of my friends are Democrats, and some of them pretty severe, you know, big-time Democrats, right? So that's not even the issue. It's the people who take that another step and think they need to harm somebody to make their point. That's the part of both the far right and the far left that I cannot stand, that you think you have to harm somebody in order to make a point. I don't think they set those parties up for you to act like such an asshole, no, it, it's definitely the the tone is the temperature is so hot right now. Oh, it's terrible right now. I agree. You know, just so then I whatever. I, like I said, it, that stuff. I'm so used to it after being in this business for 53 years. It doesn't bother me, but it does. It did bother me that they did that to my brother. I don't like the fact they did that to him, and I haven't even seen him in 20 years. So that's that's understandable. I'm gonna go see him this weekend, though. Good. Uh, apparently, my sister's given him a TV or something. It, it just, oh, 
Maybe that if the, if I ever write a book, it would be about not about my career, it'd be about my family because it was a very, very, very unusual situation. Well, make sure when you're setting up that TV forum, you make sure that Channel Five's locked in and Channel Nine is blocked. <laughs> you got it. You're you're right because I'm sure they'd welcome me with open arms. Well, the, the morning guy at my talk works over at Nine, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a Jason. good guy. Yeah, Jason's a good mm-hmm. guy. I don't know him personally all that well. I've talked to him on the phone a couple times, but he seems like a very nice guy. Yeah, he, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about what goes on over there. <laughs> I barely, the I barely world. know what's going on here. Yeah, I was gonna say too. you didn't even know Hannah was gone yesterday. <laughs> like, yeah, I showed, right, I showed up and found out like everybody else. Who doesn't yeah, love right? Hannah? So yeah, thanks, thanks for your time there. But I mean, you guys do understand my point. It's like after yeah, all sure. those years, he made an effort to say, "I'm sorry, I shouldn't have treated you that way." To all my brothers and sisters, um, but they they just wouldn't let that happen. But luckily, my brother Tony put the things together and got me in touch with Terry. Cause I, I didn't know any of the stuff was even going on until I watched the thing. One thing you have like a big story to I, the, the only thing that was a little unsettling is to hear my brother's voice. Cause I haven't talked to him in 20 years. Right. Oh, sure. Let me play you his voice because it's, and I won't, this doesn't take long at all, but this will show you how sick my brother Terry is. Okay. Uh, so this is he's at uh, this big gathering for, for at the Mall of America that says here Veterans Day. Yeah. Now, listen to his voice. Wait a minute, let me get the commercial off of there. <laughs> no free ads. No free ads. Right. This will take about twenty seconds, but you can hear in his voice that they might be ringing down the curtain any minute. Okay, okay here we go. Tonight at 5, our veterans are being recognized all around the country, including here in Minnesota. The Mall of America hosting a special ceremony that included the Minnesota National Guard's 34th Infantry Division Red Bull Band. Fox 9's Bab Santos is live with more on the special day. Get to the point. Let's go. Yeah, Karen, that event ended just earlier this afternoon. It was just one of many happening all around the metro. Next voice here be my brother. Yeah, nice event. Dozens gathered at the Mall of America on Saturday to honor all who've worn a uniform and served in the United States. Oh, there he is. The Mall's Rotunda was the place to be for speeches and performances this Veterans Day, celebrating generations of sacrifice to protect our homeland. Freedom is not free. It takes a great sacrifice. The crowd thanked those... That was him? That was my brother. And, I mean, to see his picture and hear him talking like that was very unsettling. But I am going to get together with him this week. But, yeah, I mean, you have him talking like... That's not how he yeah. used to talk. Yeah. I'm just here to tell you. Definitely not a lot of timber left in the voice there, that's for sure. Not a lot. But so, so I just wanted you to know... But I beg people, just because you don't like somebody... Like, you know, Chris, you have an older or younger brother... Uh, sister. Sister. Okay, yeah. see, I would just, I don't like you, but I'd call your sister. Yeah, right. Fair, you know, right? You know what I'm saying. It's just, fair. We've got to stop with this extreme political bullshit because you were acting like such assholes. It's, it's unbelievable. You're not wrong. And like I said, nice ratings. Anyway, go, going forward. I got a bull. No! Yep, yeah, I'm late. 
Oh, you're late? Oh, I'm sorry. That's sorry fine. about that. Sorry, Buster. I'm, I'm sorry about the situation with your brother. <clears throat> but, but I wanted to bring it up to you because you've been in the new business for a long time. Yeah, I just, for sure. You guys would never do something like that. I don't There's think. more. The, we should probably talk off. There's probably more to it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good, good. Maybe for me this isn't the me. platform for it. <laughs> Why do you want to drop the f bomb? I don't want to get in trouble. So. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> See you later. Thanks, Chris. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free forty-eight minute financial evaluation. Yeah, I mean, hearing your brother's voice after all those years, twenty years, when he started talking, I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god. Yeah, I can't imagine like the. The emotions just, you know, you, I'm still very emotional. About oh, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, I you don't hear from him for that long. And then like, you know, you have this picture in your head and this like memory of the last time you did interact with him. And now it's just, you know, and he's not obviously a completely different person, but it's in not unrecognizable. But you're like, it's not maybe what you had envisioned or something like that. Oh, so actually, I, when he first started, I had no idea it was him. Oh, really? I had okay. no well, clue. Then, even more to my point, like it's a guy yeah. that you didn't even recognize right away. So. So, yeah, and once again, like I said, the only reason I'm upset is I'm upset for Terry because he tried to make an effort to mm-hmm. say I'm sorry to the whole family, all the rest of it. But they don't consider that part of it, which I don't really understand. I mean, God bless you. You live your life and I'll live mm. mine and whatever. But, again, let me remind you, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. But, yeah, look, like I, like I said, I, I was talking to Jeff Passel last night who was at Channel 9 for a long time. And he was just terrific about it. Jeff is a great guy. You guys know Jeff Passolt at all? Yeah, I've met and talked to him a few times. Just a great guy. So sorry to go on and on about that, but that it, it's such a thing. And maybe it'd be a little supportive for, for very, very poor people who are not treated like everybody else. Because that's the one thing that nobody ever makes that point. If you're destitute, you're very poor, you are not going to be treated well by anybody. No. So you go, and, and it's not, oh, poor me. I'm talking about all poor people here. You need to understand this is not a skin color deal. It's a poor people deal. Now, a lot of black people were poor because of their skin color. But as, you know, Tevin and I were talking early this morning, I hate you because you're black, and I love you because you're black, makes the same difference. Right. You're still being a racist asshole. Yeah, the 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 <laughs> look know. of the look of pity or getting something yes. because we feel bad for you. It <laughs> was my least favorite emotion. I remember the first time realized like people felt bad for me, and I was like, I never want to feel this way exactly. again. Like, this feels worse than you like not liking me at all. Yeah, but see, I'm lucky in the fact that I grew up in a neighborhood where I saw that coming. I saw that coming 50 years, hell, 65 years ago. I said. Don't be sucking up to somebody because of their skin color or treating them horribly because of their mm. skin color. And that, that, by the way, in this day and age, goes for white people, too. Not all white men are assholes. I know that's what it looks like on the news, that if you're a white man, you're a horrible person. That's not true. Sorry. No. And it never has been for any skin color. So the news needs to do a better job and keep your bullshit politics out of it. Right? Yep. That's all I'm saying. Is that fair? I think so. I will take a break here, or I said we will take a break here, right? Right. So did I take up too much time with all that? No. I, I mean, I think Chris is Chris isn't a pushover where he's going to sit here and let you, like, ruin a broadcast. Or anything. If, he, if he's no. got to go, he's going to say, hey, Tom, no. I got to go. No, no. So I, I think he stuck around long enough to where. Oh, there's no know, question. Chris has always been great to me. Yeah. He's I, been I, wonderful. I, I think I don't think anybody went 
over on time. By Good. Any Thank you. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Sabre Plumbing, Heating and Air Conditioning, near the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, and at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you, just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now. Stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. We're up already. Man, I like it. You all have helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, Giza Sheets, MyPillow 2.0, and more. Great news, the MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98, and for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. 